That's it, guys. Another season in the bag. Kai and Sanam, our Love Island 2023 winners. Welcome back to the final episode of the series of My Pod on Paper, proudly brought to you by our wonderful, wonderful partners, Dyson. I am your host, Orla Condon, and joining me tonight, the OG, Fanula Jones. We have lots to discuss, so let's get stuck in. Did we all breathe a sigh of relief? just now as the winners of Love Island Winter 2023 were revealed. If you don't want spoilers, stop listening now. Kai and Sanam, what a victory. Fanula Jones, our day one. Welcome back. How are you feeling? Kanam <laughs> supremacy. Yup, the teachers, yup, the social workers. Yup. I can't leave it, but in a I good can't. way. I can't. I can't. I am really, not that they're not deserving, but it was a late wave of support for them in the last couple of weeks. And it's just amazing to see so many things being broken, like the first Casa More Girl or Casa More Contestant to win the show. Like just so, so lovely to watch them win and so lovely to see them so shocked at every part that they got through tonight. Yeah, Kai's reaction was incredibly funny. Just like, like, like lepping away from Sanam as if to be yeah. like, I am out of my body with the shock. Like it's, but I don't blame him. Like it seemed, I don't know, to me, it seemed fairly stitched up. And having watched this show for so many years, like, you know, the typical winners that people go for. And it yeah. just, I had said it to everyone and it was even in one of my group chats. I was like at like 20 past nine or whatever. And I was going through the order. And like Kai and Sam weren't in first. I wanted them to be in first, but I was just like, look, being realistic, I'm not sure. Um, but to see them actually do it and yeah. to kind of buck the trend of typical winners. But also for me, they perfectly encompass a Love Island couple and me yeah. not being cynical and me believing in the love, not an in inverted commas story, like the romance story. Like it's them. You look yeah. at them, you hear them speak to each other. It's them. Like yeah. it's back to the basics Two people who win yeah. on reality should find love. And I think if they're not there yet, they certainly will be. Like, there's a connection there. And yeah. I fucking love to see it. Thank you, <laughs> Brits. You got it right for once. Thank God. No, I totally agree. And I think in the main show, because it's all edited and there's so much, um, I suppose, control around how, how much time people get and what stories are shown and what parts are shown. And I think we've all discussed that on our various platforms over the last couple of weeks, the kinds of them have not gotten the same time as some of the other couples until the last week or so when it was so clear by social media that they were really, really popular. But I think for me tonight, watching the four couples do their interviews, it, interact with each other in a live studio setting, there was absolutely no question about which one of these four couples has the most genuine real life connection like watching Kai and Sanam in their final interview with my Jama and watching Maya like you know react to them so warmly and feel so excited by seeing them together and it was just so nice to see it and from that moment I was like this these guys are like a cut above the rest why have we not been seeing so much more of this over the last couple of weeks because they should have been based on tonight clear winners for weeks it shouldn't have been like our fingers crossed kind of will amber do it kind of vibe it should have been like it's obviously going to be kind of snam because look at them they are so cute 
I was laughing at my Ajama, like, because, like, I wouldn't be surprised if we had another impartiality row, Alec Gar- <laughs> Gary Lineker and BBC, because Maya was like, I'm obsessed with you. The public are obsessed with you. This is clearly meant to be. You're going to be together forever. I was like, I was like, love this, love this energy. Babes. Love it. But the rest of them are still there and they can't hear you. She may as well have been oh. like, fuck you, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> It was so funny. I mean, like, I think, and and like Maya tonight again, I mean, she's been great all series. After Sun has been more enjoyable than it has been in a really long time. It has been almost required viewing again for viewers. Like there's so much that has come out of that show this year. She has been great. But tonight watching her like that, interact with the Islanders, manage the flow of traffic of the live show, that chunky final episode. I can't wait to see her Hopefully at summer, uh, she said she's coming back, not that she's not, she is coming back, but hopefully at summer, which would be a bigger series, which will return, hopefully to the viewership that we're used to, hopefully a bigger production, all that stuff. She's been brilliant this year and watching her interact with the Islanders, even the opening sequence where she's like dancing with them and stuff, she just fits so seamlessly into this production and it just feels like a one of us is leading the ship in there. You know what I mean? 100%. Like it, she, feels, she feels like a fan. Yeah. And there needs to be a fan at the helm of that show because otherwise it's a yeah. bit, you know what I mean? Iconic. In the way that you've yeah. like, Andy, yeah. and I know Andy Cohen's different with the housewives and stuff and that, and there's obviously like a business deal there, but like he's in, he's he all in, he's invested. Yeah. 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 And you yeah. can see that with her, like it's palpable. Yeah. She's, yeah. Her references are totally there. Like she has had that historic viewing experience with the show. She knows it in and out. And yeah, absolutely. It's just necessary, especially when, the show demands such commitment from us, the viewer. It mm. feels like an imbalance if the host does not also have that same level of investment and understanding of the history and the couples and the characters and all that kind of stuff. She looked amazing. I saw mm. someone on Twitter call it silage wrap and I was like, this is the sexiest red silage wrap I have ever seen. She just looked amazing. She loves a wet look. So she good. loves a bit of ruching, like selective ruching, just a vibe. Just an I feel vibe. like the wind didn't help with the with the dream. You know what I mean? With the dream yeah. that was the fantasy that was attempting to be sold. Yeah. But listen, we can't control we can't control the elements. No, there's a, yeah, there's only so much to the power of production. Um, we picked up and it was the final morning in the villa. Everyone is chanting about the final. Uh, the boys are heading off to get a glass of bubbles to toast to them making the final four. Ron is bouncing around on the beds. Um, and then the texts come in that it's the Love Island ball and the dance classes and all this kind of stuff. For you, what is the biggest waste of time out of all of these elements? Mm, it's probably... Uh... It's probably the dance element or when the yeah. girls go away and they're doing like their little spa thing. The one thing I will say about this year is though everything felt a lot snappier. Like yeah. it felt pacier than it usually does. Um, but I, they need to switch up the, they need to be doing some other kind of talent or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or the dance needs to be changed. Maybe they need to be, do, be doing a bit of hip hop dancing or something. Yeah, maybe. There's only so many times it can be, it can be like, Someone is coming in, teaching them a salsa and a tango. And it's like, I love it when you come. In, you're in the background. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've seen this 800 yeah. times. Like, it's, I know. It yeah. is very repetitive. And look, so much of the series is. But I think because it's one episode with multiple segments that we've seen every single year, it just feels really condensed. And even though 
It's a long ass episode. I get what you're saying about the pacing. The speeches this year felt way snappier. Like we they kind felt of felt so short. Did they? So like we, short. And I was like, no harm. We've been hearing them fucking talk about how weak they are for each other for the last week or so. I don't need them to reiterate it now again, like up on this weird pedestal in the middle of the pool. Like I was fine with that. Like, so I get what no. you're saying about like kind of moving through the stuff. A hundred percent. And I know we'll get into it, but especially when Tom and Sammy were eventually like, I'm in love with you. Like it was the sequel to I have I am falling in love with you. Do you know what I mean? Like it's this parsing out of like taking oh, bits of sentences to yeah. make it moments. Like I'm just like, can we Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have to I don't have time. We should no. have done this last week, guys. You know guys. what I mean? It's, I was thinking, do you know in, in Married at First I you watch Married at First Sight, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Do you know when Married at First Sight where they sometimes they bring them to the cinema and they like watch back some of their best bits and then they'll like mm. interact with their families and stuff. I was like, maybe they could lift a bit from that. Maybe like we have a segment where they all go to the cinema and like watch back these moments and talk through them and like have a little bit more of a deep dive. And I I guess then you're kind of taking from the interview with Maya a little bit. But like, I get what you're saying about like swapping up that format. Interview, and I mean, this is what we're asking for all series, right? And so much of it has stayed the template of Love Island. At this point, I mean, we have been asking for a change to the structure for probably three, four seasons now. They're mm. not interested. They're sticking to what works. And I just don't think, I don't know if they're ever going to change. Like, I just think they're going to give us the same show every year. No, I don't think so. And look, it makes sense with the idea of it being a ball and stuff, but there's even yeah. something in like, I don't know, like a piss shaky kind of etiquette lesson and sending like William Hansen. I think that would be kind of funny. Oh, you know yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah. I don't think I, it doesn't have to be like reinventing the wheel here, but just yeah, yeah, yeah. a little tweak, I think, would be would be bueno. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, Shaq and Tanya are having a bit of a chat. Um they are saying that they're excited for date nights on the outside. Uh, they're talking about going to salsa classes when they're done. Everyone had a great time. Tom and Sammy are saying they were magicians on the dance floor. Uh, clients and I are saying they're practicing or they're practicing in the beach hut and Ron and Lana are giggling and just saying that they nailed it. They get the text. They're off to their girl's spa day. Uh, Kaya's like, oh, see you guys later. <laughs> it's like, have you not seen this before? They're going to be gone. They got to get that spawn con in there. They got to get those brand mentions for Boots. Um, we're back live in the studio and we are seeing the finalists talk to Maya a bit. They look amazing, but I mean, Sanam is just Perfection. like... No knots. Shit. No knots. Just like... The makeup. Gla- the glam, the hair. Oh. The just, like, the color of the dress. Every Oh, just. She looked so good. Best so good. look for her of the season. She absolutely went out on a high. Like she looked amazing. So, so good. And I I felt like, and we spoke a little bit about this, I think last night and, and on Thursday night's episode about the Islanders in this live setting and how they feel a little bit weird. And it's always a bit awkward. I think this was probably the most comfortable set of finalists I've seen on the live final where they, you know, they didn't feel like different couples talking to my jam. It felt quite natural. It felt like they, you know, were excited and they weren't mm. moving back. You know, I think they managed that live studio setting quite well. Yeah, they didn't seem nervous or like allergic, but they weren't <laughs> all too hyperactive either. You know, that kind of way. They all it, just seemed yeah. like cool, calm, ready. Yeah. Nobody really gave away kind of reactions. Well, bar maybe one couple, but we'll talk to it when we get to it. Um, Like, yeah, like everyone just seemed happy to be like, that they'd made it that far. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, the girls are at their spa day and they are toasting to friendships that will last a lifetime. There are boots products everywhere. Um, Sammy is saying, we all knew the who we were when we came in here, um, but we're leaving here a better version of ourselves. Tanya is saying, it's not just getting... Um, it's not just about getting the ache and throwing something away. It's about working on it. Sanam is saying, I feel like a different version of myself. Um, I feel so proud. Lana is saying, and getting that approval from our families yesterday was just all the sweeter. The boys are back in the villa and they are writing their speeches. Ron is saying, I want to say something that I haven't said previously. Kai is like, it's got to be special and meaningful. And Shaq is like, it's not about doing it. It's not about saying different things. It's about doing it publicly and uh, not just saying something new. So just make her feel special and tell her how you feel. Ron is asking to copy Kai's. Uh, what else is going Standard, on? Yeah. <laughs> just make old Ron to the end. <laughs> Tanya is saying uh, that she wants to speak from the heart. Lana is saying just say what we love about them. Um, Sanam is saying from the first conversation I had with Kai, I just knew I'm going to use that. Sammy says since I've started, I just can't stop. So I just got to let it flow. Lana is like, I don't do soppy very often, so I'm going to embrace the sop. This is just chapter one of a long book. And Tanya is saying um, that they should go and get ready. But like that, moving nice and quickly through the segments. We've got our dance class out of the way. We've got speech writing done. Now we're on to outfit picking, all that kind of stuff. Um, and we're before we know it, like the boys are out in their suits and like ready to meet the girls. We're probably like 20, 25 minutes into this stage, but we haven't had much meaty content it's been a slow a slow episode in that sense but like mm. moving through the stuff um the boys looked well didn't they they looked they good did. no deb style suits not nothing like oversized all looked very sharp i thought yeah everyone everyone looked very good this year i have to say yeah very very good very yeah. sharp as you said i agree sammy's out first um she's in a burgundy one shoulder number hair slicked back classic sammy vibes Tom is open mouthed as we listen to a Britney Spears every time cover. What a track! Like I know, but there there has to be something said about the music this series. It was fucking oh, weird. It was so really weird. really fucking weird. The acoustic, like slowed down versions of other like classic pop songs. Yeah, we need to shoot that in the head, and we need to do it right here, right now. It no was constant, right? Like it was. It all was the time. There was at least one every episode. Of yeah, two. It was relentless, <laughs> relentless. And usually, I'm very confident for the music. There was something about it this year. It was yeah. fucking, and this is no exception. Like that song doesn't no. even fit with that moment. Do you know what's funny? Because every year, right? I remember when we used to record in the studio, every year that we'd be recording before we'd start, we'd be like listening to the tracks. Cause you used to you used to make the playlists and you used to put it up on Spotify. I used to do the playlist before Love Island were like, stop doing that and started recording the playlist. <laughs> <laughs> but you used to do that. And then we'd listen to the songs that I'd just played and we'd be like bopping. We'd be like, oh my god, this is such a good tune. It was always like new music. And like that used to be like my summer playlist then for the year. I'd just be like, hey, grand like I'm just following this for the summer that's what I'm going to hear not so much anymore like we're not getting mm-hmm. those moments of like what is that song I need to jam I need to figure out I need to get on Spotify I need to get on Twitter whatever and I I get a lot of it is covers and I wonder like are they trying to find the mix between like we have this huge millennial fan base who will be really delighted to hear some Backstreet Boys but we also got to appeal to this younger generation of viewer it's a it was a lot this year with covers no that, like 90s. Yeah. I think it's like the Bridgertonification, the TikTokification of like 
music where every song yeah. is just sample. I feel I, if I sound 800 years old, it's because I am. But you know what I mean? It's like you hear a song. It's like, oh, I know this song. And it's like, no, it's just like a sample of a sample of a sample. But yeah, yeah. I think you've a dead on. I think they must be trying to um, kind of balance there. But uh, uh, but I take umpage with this particular example because like every time does not fit this moment. You know what I mean? Oh, it's a very sad song. That's Britney <laughs> going through it. And it's like Sammy and Tom looking googly eyed at each other. Oh. Or, it, uh, I always mix up the, it's Tom and Sammy. Like, I like always Sam call Tommy. Sam and Tommy. Anyway, uh, Tom's only short of having like cartoon, like the hearts coming out yeah. of his eyes. Oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Fully, like, fully. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's absolutely dribbling first. I'm glad you got um, what I meant there because I stopped speaking in your show at one point. <laughs> um, Tanya is out next. Absolutely great look. Blue, like this kind of blue. blue satin. I was going to say, oh, so good on her. her color. Oh, yeah. so good. She had her hair slicked back. She had these little, like, dangly earrings. She looked amazing. Shaq also agrees, telling her she's looking unreal. Tanya's like, you look so smart. He's saying, I can't believe how you look right now. I just love you so much. And she's like, I love you too. So Nama's out next. She's in like a dusty pink one shoulder type dress. Kai is like, you look beautiful. And then he's like, give me some of that lipstick. I was like, whoa, okay. Whoa. 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 Okay. Uh, So that was like, you look so handsome. And then Lana is out. Lana got a lot of shade for this outfit. I personally liked it. I really liked it. Yeah, I I saw a lot of hate. I know anyone who I was speaking about it with on Instagram as well thought it was really nice. Okay, great. So it was like a black... Just, it was like, like very kind of material girl with this with a spin. You know what I mean? Very it was material like, girl. It's it's not very typical Love Island final ball, but no. like I liked. It. I was kind of in fashion. It was kind I thought of it was glamour. Chic. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was chic. I did. Yeah. Uh, not that I'm like the voice on that kind of thing, but it, I, it was like this pink like band around the top, and it kind of flowed down into like this train. Apologies to anyone who has better like language for this kind of stuff um, but it was giving kind of Tasha vibes from last summer I thought remember she wore that like tulip skirt pink dress and people were like what the hell is this dress and it was like no it's giving like new vibes it's giving like I I'm a fashion love girl. that dress yeah. I'm obsessed with that dress and now I could never pull it off but no, that's a mega slay that yeah. dress mega slay yeah, absolutely. Cut above the rest. Ron is like, look at you. You look absolutely beautiful. Tom is giving the toast and he's saying, here's to an amazing journey. We're all in the final. I love you guys to bits. Cheers to Love Island 2023 and to the future. And then we are straight through to the speeches. Str- like no messing. Kind Sanam up first. And again, I thought the order of stuff tonight was really unusual. Like I thought it was questionable that Kai and Sanam were first given how hugely popular they are with the public. I thought that we mm. might get, I don't know. I thought this might've been a little bit more, I thought they might have left them to the end or given us them like as a little bit of a, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, it's hard. Cause I think the minute you start reading into stuff like that, it's like, you could like, um, it could mean everything. It could mean nothing. You know what yeah. I mean? But I do, I do agree, especially when you consider the order of the rest of them. Yeah. Trying to say something. Are they trying to remedy for, Past edits of previous co- or other of the couple other couples. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Because wasn't it last year that they had them lined up in the order that they came? They literally had them like four, three, two, one, and everyone was like, "I can't believe it was looking us right in the face." And it's like, yeah, but that's not the template. Like they don't do that yeah. every year. Like, yeah, yikes. sometimes it is just chance, babes. It yeah. is just chance. 
Uh, so now I'm as up first and she's saying coming in here I was filled with nerves but I instantly knew you were the one for me you charmed me with your smile and I was hooked by your intelligence and kindness our first kiss made everything fall into place and we've shared so many firsts together you've made me feel like a princess I'm so excited to go on all the dates we have planned and getting to know your family more um, you've changed me in so many ways and you've made me realize my worth and I can't wait for us to be official Kai is saying our journey, my journey in here hasn't always been the easiest. At Casa, I met you and you were the most beautiful, caring girl I've ever met. Um, I dedicated all my time and effort into getting to know you since then. And every conversation makes me feel closer to you. We're so compatible. My time in here has been a dream since I've met you. You're one of the most kind, you're one of a kind and I adore you. And I can't wait to see what the future has in store for us. Sanam is weak. She's like, that's so cute. Everyone is applauding. It's really, really nice. And I just like have noticed this pattern over the last couple of days as Sanam has been giving more kind of testimony about her relationship with Kai as we're leading into the final. One thing that she has said time and time again is A, that he makes her feel like a princess, but also that he makes her feel incredibly confident in herself. And I just think that is such a lovely, lovely way to feel in a relationship if your partner mm. is making you feel a more empowered, more confident version of yourself. Like, and that to me is better than any like, you know, I have my eyes on you and every conversation has been amazing and all, and I can't wait for the future. All that stuff is just copy and paste stuff. But that you have made me feel so confident in myself to me is probably one of the most substantial declarations that I have heard in these speeches. Like, I just thought it was lovely. I thought it was so Absolutely. nice. Absolutely. I agree. And look, fundamentally, to quote RuPaul, can't love yourself, how the hell you going to love somebody else? I think it's important to have that, that own self-love, but I think it's such a nice bonus and yeah. it, it is something it's not a one-time thing that she's mentioned she's mentioned this like a couple yeah. of times and look whatever Kai's not perfect or whatever and we've seen him kind of flounder throughout the process and then get to this point where it's like kind of solid and has met the right person um it's just very satisfying to be able to see and hear that from Sanam to be like like I feel so uplifted yeah. when I'm with you and it feels very legit because that's not something you'd say if you were like forcing it or doing or being a bit of a showman you know what yeah. I mean it feels like they they are they are so genuine to me like I would yeah. be shocked if it all came out tomorrow Same. that it was like lol psych we were yeah. only messing like I just yeah. I wouldn't believe that for a second honestly all of the rest of them if they broke up on the flight home it wouldn't shock me like all of them and like I have definitely had warmer feelings towards some of them than others like some of them I've questioned more than others but honestly all of them if they broke up I'd be like yeah okay but Kai and Sanam if that happened in the next like month I'd be like no way what happened like they were so good like it just Devil. feels yeah. so real and I actually think it's really interesting that the, actually what you just said there about you know he had his moments at the beginning and all this kind of stuff Ron's theory was correct like Kai got all of his drama out at the beginning he was the bad guy we didn't like him he was boring he was taking up a bed he was with Olivia which wasn't a popular couple and then he got with Sanam and he cruised to the end so like Ron was not wrong about how the show works. I think Ron was, just more... Ron wasn't wrong in general. You can say whatever you want about Ron, and we will. But like what Ron said was fundamentally right. You look yeah. at like Jack and Danny a couple of years ago. Like it's not like the the theories and applications have kind of changed as the years have gone on. But like it is kind of a failsafe if you just like hunker down and commit. 
But yeah. it's funny, as you say, it's the guy did it in a way that like he did it himself, but he just didn't and then just held on. And in yeah. some ways he was kind of lucky that he made it to Casa More because yeah. he, like if he didn't or Sanam wasn't in Casa More, we'd be having we wouldn't be having this exact conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Tom and Sammy are up next and Sammy is saying, when I walked in here, I spotted you straight away. You're the ultimate tall, dark and handsome man and your chats are not bad either. You're the kindest, most caring man I've ever met and you've made me feel worth it. I can't wait to visit Barnsley and continue our journey together. Barnsley. I can't. Barnsley. I can't with the... Like, I mean, Barnsley Tourist Board must be just like, brilliant. Get another mention in. Absolute yes. perfection. Yes. Vulture uh, Barnsley. <laughs> She's saying, you wrote a poem for me and now it is my turn. We've had our ups and downs in here, but your poem turned it around. I've fallen for you and you've got me and I've got you. We've completed cap- chapter one and now let's do chapter two. Tom is saying, we've been on a crazy journey together. I look at you every day and you leave me speechless. You're the most gorgeous girl I've ever seen. And you're, you've got the personality to match. You're one in a million. I'm really not used to speaking about how I feel for a girl, but with you, it feels so easy. This is just the start. I meant it when I told you I was falling in love with you and standing here tonight. I am in love with you. Sammy is saying, I'm going to cry. I'm in love with you too. Like, yeah, we know you were just too chicken to say it the other day with the fucking Ferrari and the harpist parked out front. Mm. Like this, like you say, this was just like, such a reach for a moment in the speech that I was like, guys, it's not giving what you think it's giving. Like, I'm happy for you, but it's not giving this like grand gesture. It's just not. Yeah. Yeah. And I do. I do really like them. I do believe they have chemistry. I believe they're physically attracted to each other. Five thousand percent. Yeah. Beyond that, I don't know. And I like I really like them individually. But even when I was again having these chats and making the predictions and I and I and I always had them in as third like even a, a couple of days previous to this I was like they'll be third and a, a couple of my friends were arguing about not arguing but they were saying they were like no like I like I could absolutely see them being first or second and yeah. I was just like guys I don't and I don't say it as a criticism but just even especially when you consider there's a part of me that thinks maybe if Sammy and the Ron situation hadn't happened I think oh, yeah. maybe they would have been in a stronger position. And I will say, I am more on board with them post the families and seeing their families interact yeah. and seeing and hearing Tom. And I know he'd mentioned it prior to the families, like how important it was that his sister got on with Sammy and like, blah, blah, blah. But seeing that in person and seeing him like have that emotion reaction to his family, I was like, okay, like there is something else here, but you're just typical kind of hardened man and you can't really show your emotion and maybe that's the reason why again on the grand date he was I think he wanted to say it then but just like wouldn't let himself or couldn't there's there's a part of me that wants to think it wasn't cynical on their part and it wasn't yeah. them looking to splice out the moments but that is just how it comes across in a, in a yeah. show like this and it's like as you said yeah the moment for me didn't kind of suck or punch me in the way that it would have maybe like previously you know what I mean like it was just yeah. like I'm just waiting yeah. for like, it's like, I've heard this. Like, we, yeah. I know you're in love. I yeah. know if you don't know you're in love, that's fine. But like, I'm watching, I'm watching. Yeah, I know yeah. you're in love. So I'm aware of don't this. Say it. I know yeah. it's fine. Don't worry. It's fine. Yeah. No. And I mean, their sexual chemistry has been something that we've spoken about on here quite a bit this series. Like they are like to- the way Tom looks at her, the way he is just like gobsmacked by every move is like, it's like, it's lovely to watch. And it's lovely to see him just be like, wow, all the time. It's lovely to see her really receive that and feel really like you know adored in that way 
And I do think they get on. I do think there is a connection there. I am very suspicious of how that connection will hold up to the real world when it comes to like, are we moving in together? Are we splitting rent? How Who's paying what bill? It's your turn to get the milk. Like, I think in that, because I think Sammy is such an alpha and I think Tom is yeah. such a laid back kind of guy. And I think that's when we saw him at the beginning when Zara was stepping to him and Olivia was stepping to him. He rejected that so much. And not, not just because it was like a bit of a confrontation, but I think anything that's not just like chill and just let's just move through the day and let's just have a nice time. I think Tom just is not about that vibe at all. And I Mm. really wonder how they're going to fare when it comes to like real life stuff, because they're not walking out to masses of, you know, fame and fortune like previous years. I mean, Kai Mm -hmm. and Sanam have a combined following on Instagram of 200,000 people, which is that's nuts. Nuts. Absolutely nuts. She has 80,000 followers on Instagram. And he has, as of before we started recording, 119,000 followers. That is insane. And like, that tells you everything you need to know about how this show has changed in the last couple of years. And I think the likes of Tom and Sammy, who in previous years would have cleaned up walking out of this villa. Sammy is ready made for those kind of deals. Tom is the perfect like arm candy for that. I just think it'll be very interesting to see how all these couples fare when they come out and actually see that this landscape is quite different to maybe what they expected it to be. I'm just even looking up like Ron and Lana. And again, theirs combined is like 300k. Yeah. And she's on the, she's got like over 200k, hasn't she? Yeah, she's like, so then you wonder, is it like, is it a combo of winter? Is it the, you know, the the rules, obviously, yeah, Lana has 241,000 followers, which yeah. is still, Jesus, she's not going to, she's not going to be looking for work after this, no. you know what I mean? Like, I, she'll be fine, guys. But do you, remember, do you remember last summer, India and Dami both had less than like, was it less than like 400,000 or something by the final? And people were like, this is a joke. Like, why have they got no followers on Instagram? And then there was this massive push and Tasha, actually, this massive push to get their followership up. I remember Tasha, like a month after the the final was like, I finally hit a million. Thank you so much. Or something. She had hit a substantial number. And Mm. like, when you look at it now, like the combined followership of the entire finalists is probably around a million. Like it's probably there or thereabouts, which is crazy. And, the, and obviously with Salam as well, Salam isn't in it that long. And like, yeah. from cast, so that obviously plays a part as well. But like, considering Kai is an OG, OG. that's crazy. Everyone that bar so crazy. Kai, everyone bar Salam and Sammy is an OG. Because I count Tom as an OG because he was in the cast lineup. I think if anyone's in the cast picture, they're an OG, even if they're the bombshell on night one. But like, they're all OGs, bar Salam and Sammy, right? Yeah, everyone else is an OG. Uh, yeah. Mad, yeah. mad, my mad. Um, Ron and Lana are up next. Lana is saying, when I walked in here and saw your cheeky smile, I knew it was going to be you. You have the gift of the gab and the personality to match mine. Something has been missing in my life and it's you. Uh, even when we found ourselves moving, I thought this was a really nice speech actually now that I'm reading it back she's like even when we found ourselves moving in different directions we always found our way back to each other when times got hard I knew you were worth the wait um and my heart never left you I will never forget walking back in from Casa and seeing you stood there alone in that moment I knew that you were a keeper and neither of us were going anywhere 
Ron is saying, Lana, you're one of a kind, the most pure, kind-hearted and amazing person I've ever met. You're an angel who ticks every single box. I feel whole when I look at you. People thought I lost sight of it, but it was my dodgy eye going for a wander. Uh, walking out of here, I'm so proud to call you my girlfriend. I've been wanting to tell you, Lana, I love you. And she says, I love you too. I think Lana actually gave the best speech. I thought hers was the nicest. It felt the most genuine. It felt really honest of the the kind of difficulties that they had had in there. She has stuck by the fact that even though she moved away from him in that in that period when she was getting to know Casey, that she was always like set on him. I thought she did really well. Um, yeah, I thought their speeches were actually really nice. I was really surprised at, at theirs being quite emotional. Yeah, look, I had said maybe a week, no, it's longer than a week ago now, maybe two weeks ago, a week and a half ago on my own stories that I was like coming back around to them again. Maybe it was whenever they became official or whatever or like whenever they had one of those conversations on the terrace I don't know <laughs> and I was like I was coming around to them and I was like I can I can see them going the distance now a la like Andrew and Tasha because I, I like and again they had their kind of strife further in with obviously Lictor Tid or whatever gate um, <laughs> and everyone was like they'll never stay together they'll never stay together they're never still forget. together right yeah still now, together they're only together since last summer so like not that I'm wishing it upon them but like whatever whatever it actually hasn't been that long but anyway just, yeah Everyone was like, they won't stay together, blah, blah, blah. And like, while I, I think it's good that they acknowledge the journey they've been on. And I thought Ron's like, thing about his eye was funny or whatever. And it was like a kind of, whatever, it was funny. Um, <laughs> there's a, I, I worry about them on the outside. And especially there's been a couple of little comments that Ron has made himself. Yeah. Like. Separately to Lana, which I'm sure you've talked about on the episodes from this week, uh, that have just... Is this the, I, are you expecting me to be different? Or, yes. Yeah. That was a weird, very a weird, weird, a weird thing to say to anyone, like, yeah. to be honest. And it's just, I would have my, I have my worries for Lana because I think she's in and I do think they fancy each other. I don't think, as much as I think Ron was playing a game, I think he was playing a game, I'm doing inverted commas, as much as any of the rest of them were in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think his comment about playing the game, I don't think he was necessarily meant him and Lana, but I think that is just the truth. Yeah. Um, I think I think he's been more open about the fact that he is clearly a viewer and a fan of the show. And I think because we have never seen that be discussed so openly on the show before, it was like, whoa, that is weird. Yeah. But actually, they probably all talk about that all the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I am just worried about how it will sustain on the outside especially because it's his first relationship. Uh, and I, yeah. again, I know the early weeks aren't necessarily a reflection on anyone's character or how anyone's going to act. But like, if we are to take it as that, I mean, he uh, is there going to be a thing where you're coming out, you've, you're in the second most famous couple in the world as of right now. Uh, you have all this newfound attention, potentially people getting on to you. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I, yeah. I have... I have my worries there and yeah. especially for Lana because I've seen her come out the other side being like, we are so strong together. I'll back you 100%. Yeah. I'll back you to the hilt. And I think she was right in that particular instance that I'm referring to. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. I have, no, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a real C on them. Yeah. I'm with you. I think everything Lana has said and done, all of Ron's actions and how the show has framed them to us has maybe made me warm to them in the last couple of weeks, but it's Ron's words in the last week and a half, two weeks that just make me 
super suspicious and I just it's the stuff that he has said like you just said like it's not that like oh that was a weird look or ITV framed that or that that edit was weird it's you know chunks of conversation that he has had with Lana that I'm like that is a weird thing that's a weird thing to be saying right Mm. now at this point in the game at this point in your relationship I don't know I'm and I'm very curious about yeah about what that's going to look like for them after and like I don't know if he means to, like, I don't know if it's literally just an intrusive thought where he's, I know he said it out loud and they're having a conversation about it, which like relatable, yeah. babe, I get it. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but like, they seem to have a lot of love again yeah. back in the public. I think that whole conversation between Ron and Sammy kind of nearly pulled things back in his favor and them as a couple. Um, So yeah. we'll see. I don't know. We'll see. We shall see. Shaq and Tanya are last up for their speech. Uh, Tanya is saying in her 23 years of life, Never did I think I'd be blessed enough to meet my soulmate. You left me speechless when I first saw you and nearly losing you made me realize that even more. You care so much. Your cuddle waddles. I'm so sorry that I had to repeat that. uh, Make me feel safe. Uh, Your infectious smile and you have a heart of gold. I could spend all day pouring my heart out, but I just want to know where have you been all my life? Any battles we have on the outside, we will overcome together. And I love you so much, boyfriend. Shaq is saying the first day I saw you, uh, you blew me away. I knew there was something there instantly. Every day I feel like the luckiest man in the world. And for that, I feel grateful. You brought outsides of me I never knew existed. I never believed in love at first sight, but I think that's what it was for me. Making you happy has always been my number one goal. And for as long as I can, I'll do everything I can to do that. Uh, when you kissed me, I felt those sparks and I knew you were the only girl I ever wanted to kiss. Uh, at times, I didn't know if we'd come back from some of our troubles, but we just couldn't stay away and I can't wait for the future. No doubt it is bright. I love you so much. Um, And look, they're another couple similarly to Ron and Lana that I'm like, the story is telling me all it needs to tell me, but I just, their down was so, was so bad. And, and when Tanya messed up, she messed up. Like she was, and she was defiant about like, you know, where her, where the blame was in that situation. She did not believe that she was in the wrong. I know she owned up to it later, but I'm, I just feel nervous for the reality of that on the outside. You know, what Shaq's sisters are going to say when the cameras are not watching them. Like, I just, I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, so here's the thing, right? The last time I was on, it was directly before Casa Moore and going through or it, they had, it actually hadn't even really started right but I think right. I was kind of a bit, not anti-Shack but I was just a bit like let Tanya go off whatever and to be honest right I think Tanya's biggest mistake I think she was like right to go away and like explore Martin absolutely because that makes it sound like they were exploring each other's bodies and maybe they did and <laughs> rightly so because <laughs> girls, a sex positive podcast but anyway I actually don't think she was wrong where I think she really fucked up was like doing the speech in yes. front of Martin and not really understanding that. And then not really, I don't know, not just taking the L, but the yeah. whole Martin situation, I don't necessarily think was wrong. But ba- my point was, I think when I came on and spoke the last time, I think I probably could have been a little bit hard. I think I was harder on Tanya than I was on Shaq when like there's been a couple of instances with Shaq and Tanya within their relationship where it's like he's been very insecure yeah, and has been kind of taking it out on Tanya. And then Tanya has yeah. been like... What the fuck do you want from me? Whatever. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of been solidified in these last few weeks, even with the baby challenge. 
Yeah. And you could um, argue that it's like, that a was, pass, yeah. like a pa- like a flying comment and like not to be taken seriously. But again, the whole thing of like the baby's not even mine and stuff. And then that nearly being an argument there. I just. Yeah. I do think they like each other. I think there's clearly chem- there's clearly chemistry there because why would you you wouldn't like say you loved each other that early on. Yeah. Otherwise. But I think there's. From one perspective, I think they're in a relationship that's like deeply insecure. And I'm not sure if the two of them are fundamentally compatible for each other. Right. Yeah, I agree. That's my view. There's another view then that it's like, okay, this is obviously a very heightened, very specific situation. And everything is being thrown at them, like the most unusual circumstances, like Casa Moore does not happen in real life. The baby challenge, well, it does happen in real life if you have a baby, you know what I mean? But like other, <laughs> otherwise, you know. Do you think parents call it the baby challenge? The baby challenge. <laughs> Nobody's pregnant. Nobody do a pregnancy reveal. Just yeah. announce that you're doing the baby, challenge, the baby challenge on Instagram. Then I'll be interested. Um, Maybe this is it for them now. Maybe they'll come out yeah. and be like, we literally, we have been through it all. Like, yeah. and we've survived it. We've weathered the storm. So like, yeah. we can do anything now. And they're defiant towards anything. You know what I mean? I just... Yeah. Yeah, and it's and really I, and sad because I really, at one point, I really did think they'd win. And yeah. the only reason I don't think they they would now is, oh, I'm sorry. The other thing I wanted to say is, like, what are we not seeing that the other couples were in there? Yeah. Because they didn't, they didn't come up for that least compatibility vote towards the end. They didn't get a single vote, which was yeah. shocking to me. And I know I wasn't the only one. So then it's a case of like, are, I don't want to say they're getting a bad edit because I don't think that's entirely true, but it's. Were yeah. other people getting more favorable edits? Were we not seeing like nicer, softer, like more vulnerable moments? Like good points. Yeah. Were we only seeing some of the shit stuff after? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. so, it's very, it's a mess with them. And it just, it makes it hard for me to like truly yeah. unpack it and make a call on them. And it's, I think it's worth just like, re- like re-highlighting that point you just made there about like, this isn't all on Tanya. I think because of the Martin stuff, she has been blamed for why they are not a successful couple or potentially seen as compatible by the viewers. And I think, I totally agree with your point. What she did with Martin, she was dead. I think she was dead right to do. She had gotten to a point with Shaq where she was really questioning whether they were a good fit. She didn't like how he was handling certain situations. He wasn't approaching things in the way that she would like her partner to approach things. And we had said that multiple times on here being like, she was dead right to get to know someone else because she did have doubts about the relationship. Where mm. she fucked up was navigating that when she came back. The kind of, ex, you know, expecting Shaq to kind of wait around for her and being so like, yeah, but like, that's the game. I just want to get to know Martin for a bit longer. Not really acknowledging that what she did was a big statement and that, yes, it might force him to move away from her. I think from there, it started to break apart. Then that speech to get back with Shaq and just totally disregarding Martin's feelings. And I then see fu- that speech in my nightmares. I just, oh. even from reality TV gameplay perspective, I'm like, on what planet did you oh, think that was a good idea without speaking to him first? Do you know wild. what I mean? Just and I, and without Martin, saying two sentences to him being like, look, I'm really sorry. I gave this a go. Yeah. No no hard feelings. No hard feelings. If you hate me, I get it. But like, no Shaq's my man. I love Shaq. Bye. All nothing. you say. And then get up on the stage and say your piece. Yeah. Nothing. And like Martin was not a beloved Islander. Like we didn't really know him that well. But the fact that the audience was like, oh my God, Martin, it was bad. Mm. And mm. then for her then to get to the, what was, there was a vote where they, herself and Shaq were in the bottom three for most compatible by the viewers. And she was like, oh, maybe they just thought that like, maybe I was better with Martin or she said something like that. And I was like, Tanya has that a was perspective funny. I would, on, 
She just I would love to live in delusional land with her there, to be honest. She just doesn't But again, like, doesn't yeah. that just show how different the perspective is? You yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. Cra- like, yeah. But that's why I'm like, what? I'd love to sit down and have a deep dive with all the islanders and be like, so you think they're compatible? Why? Why? Like, what why? do I miss? Like, yeah. show me, like, show me, tell me. I want to know. I want to believe. I want to believe. <laughs> I want to believe. Oh, oh god. my god <laughs> We're beyond help sometimes um, They're dancing And they're having a great time <laughs> And then Oh yeah they jump in the pool um, Sammy and Sanam kind of fall Kind of like face first Into the pool And then I remember Sammy can't swim So that must have been A big challenge for her To be like ah. um, Anyway everyone's on a high Definitely a great time uh, We come back Surely they should show. give her armbands Surely they have some kind of Matching satin With armbands Yeah Get our oh, paddleboard for Christ's sake. <laughs> um, we're back on the live show and Maya is chatting to the finalists. Tom is saying it's the best feeling to be in here and in love. Um, Maya is saying that Tom is punching a little bit. Sammy is saying that she's speechless and just so emotional that they're there. Shaq is saying we, myself and Tanya have had a lot of ups and downs, but it was always Tanya for me. Sanam is saying, I always knew it was Kai. And then I've noted here again, Sanam looks absolutely incredible. She looks so good. So good. Uh, Lana is saying that she feels so good. Ron says, I didn't think uh, that they'd put girls like Lana in here. Lana is saying that she never expected it. But the fact that I'm leaving with someone I love is really mad. Then we get the 2023 Best Bits compilation. And it just reminded me of how much fighting and bickering there was this series. Um, just a quick run through of some of the highlights. Um, actually, just being reminded of the order of the bombshells. Like when I didn't realize, like Jesse actually came in super early. Like I, thought, I thought she, I thought they came in later as well. When I saw, yeah, them, I was, like, I was like, oh my god, they were just after Zara. Like I was like, what? Um, the Tom Zara Olivia drama, that whole situation. Uh, Ron and Lana kind of hitting the rocks Casey's arrival and Lana recoupling with Casey Casa more obviously Olivia Kai and their beef Tanya and Martin and them getting together and the fallout of that Tom and Will groveling after Casa more the poems the declarations of love uh, Jax Jones's visit movie night Rosie and Keenan's arrival uh, Lana and Ron becoming girlfriend and boyfriend the snog Mary Pie the Claudia Casey Rosie fallout Tom and Sammy becoming exclusive the beach club and Olivia and Maxwell having to dump uh, Claudia and Keenan the ranking challenge the game player accusations against Ron uh, the talent show the baby challenge the final dates Will and Jesse becoming boyfriend and girlfriend and Shaq and Tanya becoming boyfriend and girlfriend like it might not have been the most se- successful season in viewers. They might all have fought and bickered the whole way through. And we might not have had a really strong unit of Islanders who were really, really close the whole way through. But this series gave us many, many moments of discussions at, at with various groupings of Islanders. Like, we cannot put this down as a failure of a series. No, definitely not. It was an interesting series, I would say. Yeah. And I think it was interesting how many pockets of drama there were like consistently throughout. I don't know if it yeah. always maintained, which was maybe my issue with it a little bit. Um, yeah. I think casting was predominantly good. Um, and I think some of the issues were the public not being trusted with certain characters. And yeah. Maybe the right people not going in for those characters. Like 
Z- like Zara, Tanyel, what could have been. Yeah. Um, Olivia should never have been cast. And I stand by that. I don't care. I know you could argue that they're, that she was a fixture. Not not good for reality TV. I'll just, I'll say that and I'll say no more. Um, I thought it was interesting. Uh, one thing that I think defined this season as well was the fact that I think a lot of them didn't get on, but I don't yeah. think we saw a lot of the actual genuine visions in there. It was clear who yeah. was friends. But I yeah. then think it was up to you to read between the lines who like really yes. didn't like each other. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think that's the biggest thing for me. I think it was like the constant kind of sparks of drama. And I suppose the, the divided villa and all of the past contestants have kind of attested to that. Like Ellie did her eight hour long YouTube video. Ex- I'm not going to watch, but I've watched. Yeah. <laughs> her oh, documentary, my, my story. Um, I've seen the TikTok clips of it. But even other uh, yeah. people have said it, yeah. there were a lot of like fights that weren't shown and stuff. I know they say that every year, but even if they didn't say that, especially yeah. in the last two to three weeks, I was like, ye, some of you just cannot wait to be rid of each other. Like, like it was yeah. very funny because some of them just can't lie in their faces. And yeah. so they were the kind of two, they were the kind of yeah. two markers of the series. And also when you talk about like, some of the interesting kind of small changes like Olivia and Maxwell deciding who gets dumped. There were a couple of those, again, little moments like bringing in the Aussies and stuff where I don't know if all of them stuck the landing. Yeah. But it it makes, it makes me feel positively about the summer series. That's like, are we going to get another wave of change or changes and are they going to build upon it? Like that's yeah. what I need to see. Because I understand maybe they can't do massive changes all at once. But like, yeah. I think we're in a, I think we're in a good position. Yeah, I agree. I think the the for me the biggest thing that I enjoyed this year was the changes in the voting. Like the Olivia Maxwell dumping Claudia and Keenan. Obviously, it wasn't like shocking who they picked because it was pretty deserving that Claudia and Keenan get dumped. But that and then that least compatible vote from the Islanders that they let them sit with for twenty four hours. Like the Islanders actually, because that's never the way it goes. It never lingers like that where they know they're in the bottom for longer than you know a night because usually it's revealed that night we vote and then the result is brought in later that night in the villa and so watching even that change was really interesting and seeing how they handled that and discussed it and for me I just want them to embrace the like the survivor the Netflix style voting that we see on all of these other shows where it's Islanders discussing other Islanders. I want, like, mm. even if it's a case of making it a bit shorter because you're getting more people out of there. But I want to see more votes where, you know, the couples are voting together, individuals are voting together. I know I mentioned last week about I would love, like, individual challenge winners who get to pick who they go on dates with rather than having to go with your couple. And there was people, like, thinking that would be a really good idea. Like, I want to see more up for grabs with the challenges. I want to see more of a, a something on the line with the challenges. And I want to see more, because I don't mind as a viewer not being able to partake in the vote. Because m- most, the last couple of series, we haven't been very involved in the vote. We've maybe had five, maybe six times where we've gone to the app to vote. I don't mind that if I feel like the, the voting in there is exciting and we're learning yeah. something. But it just feels like it's just a way of like, producers being like yeah they've ran their course so we can get them out if we run the vote this way they're kind of boring we don't see them going anywhere we'll get them out this way like I want their I know Shannon was a fucking dud and that landed on its absolute arse when she got dumped on night one but the jeopardy of that was like oh my god like anyone Mm. can go at any time and I think 
for me, that would be exciting if they reintroduced that level of jeopardy that like, you know, okay, well, I don't know, t- this week, Tasha and Andrew are really unpopular, but we really see it in them. So hopefully the Islanders, you know, pick up on that and keep them there. And there's that little bit of us fighting against the island. I don't know. I just think stuff like that. But like you say, seeing them tested this this season and seeing some of them land well, seeing how maybe they need to pivot it to make it stick a little bit better is surely encouraging. Yeah, like what? why aren't the challenges competing for like a night in the hideaway or like immunity? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be like, because I know there's a thing, yeah. okay, if you win and you get to nominate another a couple to be up for the next vote or something, I know that could get into like dodgy, like them yeah. all fighting territory in a way that gets kind of crosses a line. But like, yeah. I don't th- I don't think it has to be complicated. Do you know what I mean? No. Like it's but like, just like things like, like that. I think sometimes as well, like, you know, like say if a couple won, like, the you know, they got to decide what couples were up for a vote or whatever, like, that's the kind of stuff we see on other reality TV series, you know? So, like, there's so much space between that. If, if ITV thinks that's too much for this show, there is so much space. Like you said, if it's immunity or a night in the hideaway or they get to choose a date or they get to gift a date to another couple or, like, the perfect match, they get to decide two islanders that go on a date with each other. Like, there's so much space between particularly targeting a couple to get dumped mm. and what they do now, which is just kind of pointless games. Um, we're back in the villa and we're finally getting into the voting and the order that they're coming in. My jam is wasting no time. Fourth place, Shaq and Tanya. She is straight in. We are racing to the finish now. Are you surprised? Was it a shock? Was it exactly what you expected? I feel like this was what we No, expected. I wasn't shocked. I, I think yeah. Maya was kind of rooting for them as well. Um, you could kind of hear it in the way, like they were all like mad hugs at the end or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't shocked. I think. Tanya might have been shocked um, which yeah. again I just I just would have loved to been in the villa for a week just to see <laughs> yeah what we didn't see and what we didn't hear you know that yeah. kind of way yeah um, yeah I think her her face said it all but then it's just like were they trying to go by the playbook of when I think back to the uh, their Casa Moore experience were they trying to do the playbook of like that we'd seen before like the Liam and Millie work like someone does fuck up a Casa Moore I'm using fuck up kind of loosely there. You know what I mean? Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then they come back and they're stronger than ever. Like, did that, did they think that's what was happening? Yeah. I don't know. I just, it's I think, insane. Like, I'm really, I'm really disappointed because I, at one point I was fully like, they could win this. They could yeah. walk, like walk with this. Yeah. And it was just, it just goes to show how quickly things can change in there. Like, yeah. No, for sure. And I mean, for the first couple of weeks on here, everyone that was coming on was like, they're my winners, they're my winners, they're my winners. And I think, like we were saying, all of that positive reinforcement from the Islanders, not being picked as the least compatible, you know, not being questioned as maybe a vulnerable couple would surely make you feel confident going into the public vote. Like if all of your Islanders who are pretty quick to share their opinions on other couples are saying, no, you guys are solid. I yeah, do you know what? That's... That's actually a fair point. Like, how could I blame Tanya for being surprised when it's yeah. like none of none of your peers that you've gotten to the end of this with, you, like you know what I mean? Like said you made words, it to yeah. the final, and yeah. you're one of the OG couples, and you yeah. said I love you like three weeks in. I mean, the rest. You no, know Tanya's actually right. She yeah. was, I suppose, <laughs> I'd she be was right. Because, <laughs> like, well, like she's not me. She's not sitting at home. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. From her perspective, in some ways, now I get it. Like, but it was yeah. just. Again, I love when people just can't hide their feelings like it was. Yeah, 
it was Sammy quite funny. as well. Like, she's no poker face. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sammy too. Um, Shaq is saying, I never thought we'd be here. Um, but honestly, we've already won finding each other. Tanya is saying that she's so grateful to be leaving with the love of her life. Shaq is saying, when I first saw her, she was just totally gorgeous. I felt for her so quickly. She's honestly amazing and I couldn't be happier. Tanya is saying, he's always been um on me and I couldn't... Uh, I could see that all he could see was me and I couldn't let go of that. He's a keeper. They're discussing Casa more and Tanya is saying, it was hard making that decision. At the time, it made sense. Obviously, it didn't make sense in the long run. Uh, and it was hard to see Shaq standing there on his own, but I did... Um, was hard not speaking for a few days. Shaq is saying it was tough. I didn't expect it, but we we're all here to find love. And we had some bumps, but knew that she'd be mine. And I never lost sight of that. And she came back. Um, family visits. They're talking about Tanya saying uh, Shaq's sister was giving me cold vibes. She was like, I was obviously in trouble. It was expected because of Casa. I had to take it on and own what I did. I got to let them see who I am now and how I make them happy. And when they see that, I think they'll be fine. Shaka saying, uh, we're going to meet the rest of the family now. I have another sister for her to meet. And Tanya saying, I'm ready for her. I can't wait for all of them and all our plans. Then they're looking back at their best bits. Little bit of an awkward reaction to the best bits. Shaq didn't look too pleased when it got to the bumpy patch. Um, oh, I totally missed that. Oh. Yeah, I saw a screenshot of it on Twitter afterwards because I only caught a quick glimpse and there was people putting up screen. He Like his face kind of froze a little bit. I think it was just like, they're such good spirits. Like they've come out in a high. They're a little bit disappointed fit finishing fourth. And then it's like this blatant because as well, it was like seven, eight seconds of them getting to know each other. And then it was straight to Casa Amor because before Casa Amor, Ka I mean, Shaq and Tanya were really not given a huge amount of airtime. There was not a huge amount to see yeah. from them in the first few weeks of best bits. That's um, not really fair then though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, yeah. but then is it just like Shaq's reaction? Is it, it does go back to that insecurity thing. You know what I mean? Because even if you, I don't know if you watch Shaq, Casey and Rosie and like they're showing their thing and obviously Casey's like was interested in several gals when he was in there and it was the whole Claudia situation and they were just kind of laughing yeah. through it or whatever and I, again I know that's a different situation because they've had like however many hours to decompress or days yeah. at that point yeah. you're talking that in the moment yeah I don't know I it was, I it can't speak to that because obviously I have never been in that position and I never will be but yeah I don't know <laughs> Yeah, it was it was definitely awkward, but I think they genuinely took it, like generally took it in good spirits and they had a bit of a giggle. Um, we're straight into third place. Like Tom and Sammy, third place. Kai is shook. He cannot believe that he is still there. Um, and honestly, I was a little bit surprised. And I said this the last couple of I did expect it to be a Kai and Sanam, Tom and Sammy top two. I didn't expect Ron, Ron and Lana to get that volume of votes. I think Sammy and Ron's fallout last week definitely caused people who were maybe in between those two to choose a side. And I think that was a, a, a rough, a rough showing from Sammy. And I think this is where we're seeing it, like the fallout of that. Um, Sammy definitely looked surprised. I thought she didn't look too delighted. I think she was a little bit, I think she was kind of expecting to come first, especially with Shaq and Tanya out of the way. What was it that, or was it just more that like they came after Ron and Lana? Oh, I mean that as well. Fun. There's like, a part of me that well. there's a part of me that thinks it's more that. that. I don't know. Well, then also like Sammy's pretty confident, like so. It wouldn't I'm sure it's crossed her mind about winning, and like yeah. I don't yeah, know. I, mean, I would say I to be honest, I think it stings more about Ron yeah. and Lana because maybe at that point she's like, okay, well Ron and Lana have won. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Maybe she was considering that. Maybe she was yeah. like all of us at home being like, okay, the fucking boring. The two of them have won now. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I mean, Sammy from pretty much when she came in, like by the end of her time kind of getting to know Ron has been pretty much like Ron is a game player. Like I know lads like him. Like she has been, you know, defenses up towards Ron for a very long time. So yeah, potentially that was it as much as the other Sammy is saying, uh, my mind has been blown for a couple of days now. It's just crazy. As soon as I walked in, I knew I wanted to go for Tom, but I knew I really liked him when he went on his date with Claudia. Tom is saying, this has meant so much to me. Um, The feelings are, are so real. She means the world to me. And for us, we have so much that we want to experience um, on the outside. And I want to make it official when we get out there. Sammy is saying, I've loved meeting. Um, I love meeting his mom and his sister. He's a credit to them. They're just so lovely. They're talking about the date, uh, their final date, the poem. Tom is saying it's been such an experience, just unreal and um, the best experience of our lives, which Sammy is echoing. And then we see their best bits, um, which to be fair, a lot of a lot of moments from them throughout the series. They have not been a quiet couple. They have never really disappeared into the background too much. They're always kind of there and thereabouts, the conversation. Um but yeah, I think Tom is just genuinely delighted to be with Sammy. I think Sammy potentially was a little bit like, okay, this is the result. Okay, cool. Like, I'm going to just take a second to get around this. Tom's delighted to be out with his hot, hot girlfriend. He, just, he can't wait to get home to Barnsley. Uh, and yeah, maybe Sammy was a little bit disappointed. Like, listen, nobody wants to come third. Nobody wants to come fourth. You know what I mean? They all wanted to come first. And I think yeah. maybe that was one of the things about the, se- the season as well. Like they were all actively vying in a way for first. A- again, yes. except maybe Tom. Like I think Tom was just like, I cannot believe I've made it to the final. Like what a, yeah. what a lol. And again, Sammy is yeah. so hot. I love my hot, hot girlfriend. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, yeah, I can understand that. I can understand yeah. that. Um, Kind Snam are also Maya and I was talking to the top two couples Kind Snam and Ron Lana Kind Snam are up first they watch their best bits Sanam is again at the top of the segment referencing her confidence Kai makes her feel in herself she's saying she's so shocked Kai is saying I'm just gobsmacked it's been such a roller coaster in here uh, I was blown away by Sanam she did this thing with her eyes as soon as I met, uh, met her but she doesn't do it anymore we don't leave each other's side and I absolutely love it. Sanam is saying that it was always Kai for me. He was my number one. Apart from his looks, um, I love. And then she stops herself and they're having like a proper giggle and it's so cute. And she's like, I fell in love with his intelligence. He's amazing. Uh, and then she's like, you're going to make me cry. But everything about him, I've loved it. Uh, Kai is saying, I'm a teacher. She's a social worker. Worker, we're just so normal. This doesn't happen. Sanam is saying the first kiss was so natural and I knew it was right from then. Kai is saying in here, um, it's been amazing because you have all this amazing stuff happening around you thanks to production, but I can't wait to put my time and effort into her and show her just how much I love her. Um, They're talking about the family visits. Sanam is saying it meant so much. Uh, it meant so much to have her family's approval. I, I've never had to introduce someone to my mum and it meant everything to me. Kai is saying on the outside, she's going to be my girlfriend. I just want to make it so, so special. So keep your eyes out for that. He's like teasing the social media sp- content. Like this for me was like sign sale delivered. I like just a mile, a mile and a half more legitimate, more real more deeply connected than any other couple that we had seen tonight having those conversations. The two of them are giddy around each other. They are so in sync. They are so mad about each other. 
what they're commenting about about each other that they love is not just looks it's not just you know that kind of shallow stuff it's all of this stuff it's their jobs it's the way they, they look in the world it's their families it's how each other makes them feel oh I just thought they were great this this interview was just great so nice yeah and look to play devil's advocate right I can understand why other couples don't be like slobbering over each other in that final interview because you don't want to look and I know at that point it's like the vote is closed but again yeah I think at that point like you're really hyper aware like but you're really hyper aware that you're on TV yeah um, but it actually just felt like the two of them couldn't help it. Like they couldn't, yeah. they couldn't keep their hands off each other, but not even in like a horny way or like just, you know what I mean? It was just like two little yeah. giddy puppies or Giddy-y. something. Like it was yeah, yeah, very, yeah. it was, it was very, it was very cute, very sweet. And like Maya's there, you know what I mean? As I said, yeah. there's, pro- there's, I think there was bias there with Maya, whatever. In she terms was, of couples, but her like her reaction was so with them. Like, but yeah, but that's what I'm that's what I'm down. saying. The fact that she's saying it, she feels it because she's sitting across the couch from them. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, if you're not gonna believe her, her, who are you gonna believe? You know, yeah, like she's right there, she can see it, like she can yeah, she can feel it, like she feel the presence. It was very wholesome. Um, and yeah, she was responding so positively positively to them. It was definitely like she you could feel that she was rooting for them. You could feel that she bought them as a couple. You could feel that she just thought that this was a, like a real connection that they'd found in the show. And I think she was like us. I mean, we I say this all the time as much as, as it is a reality TV show. We want to believe that there can be real couples on this show. We want to believe that people can find love. And I can imagine for her being honest and actually feeling like she's watching two people who felt fall in love in this show, it must be incredibly exciting to be like, oh my God, it happens. Like it actually happens. I'm looking at it right in front of me and you guys are legit. Um, Slightly different energy with Ron and Lana when they were up for their final interview. I don't know if you agree or disagree, but I, I felt like it wasn't the same level of excitement from Maya as it was for, for Kai and Sanam. Um, we're looking back at their best bits and then Ron is saying, this is just not real. I can't believe it. Um. Lana is saying that her mind is blown. Ron is saying that Lana said she, that I was wiped off from the start. She's saying that it's been a mad journey. We've had ups and downs, but I always knew it would be us in the end. Ron says, I never lost her. She was always there in the back of my mind. Lana says, um, soon as he opened his mouth, I knew that he was cheeky and I wanted to get to know him. Ron says, she's an absolute rocket. It's been really hard. We've had to test ourselves. I've tested myself a few times, uh, but I was always coming back to this girl because she's perfect. She's just amazing. It's insane. When Casey and Lana recoupled, it was sore. It came close at one point, but I stuck with it. We knew what we had and we found our way back to each other. Lana is saying, for me, I had to do my own thing with Casey because Ron had, and I needed to make sure that it was the right thing before I took him back. I wanted to get to know Casey where the connection was just stronger with Ron. Uh, Ron is saying after Casa, it was unreal being back together felt just right it feels so good now to have a missus and that'll hopefully be forever Lana is saying I told him um, I'm low key so the fact that he did that privately was so perfect Um, I wasn't expecting him to say he loved me but it made me cry I didn't think I'd find love in here I came in here hoping I'd find it and I actually have Ron is saying that they're not moving in to get together just yet we have our own bases but we'll spend a lot of time together and then he says, I want to miss her. It'll only take a few days, I'm sure. And Lana is saying, yeah, we might ch- change our mind in a few days. And I saw a lot of people pick up on that comment of him saying, I want to miss her on social media as well. And again, it's those kinds of things. I don't know, is Ron just clumsy with his words? Is he just like, does he not maybe think about... Okay, me? I think people are reading too much into that. You know what I mean? Like, I think 
what whatever I don't know yeah maybe a clunky kind of clumsy thing to say but yeah. like I get the point he's trying to make also we need to like this goes for everything we need to stop asking them the minute they come out it's like are you going to move in together are you going to move in together? yeah first of all there's a housing crisis okay where are you getting a, where are you getting a rental property okay <laughs> Maya shut up okay <laughs> um but okay look I'm not like their number one biggest fan I'm not like a yeah Rana number one fan club here but like I don't think we need to pick apart everything I get yeah. what he means you know what yeah. I mean like it's of yeah. course they're not gonna move in straight away you know like yeah I think I think Ron is just I think Ron just gets a bit giddy and he is a bit of a you know a cheeky chappy I hate that phrase but I think he is he's a chatty guy he fills the silence and he'll keep chatting and I think sometimes that has him saying things that maybe he doesn't mean no, as literally 100%. as people think that it is and but I like think- also bear in mind that they've been together from the start well whatever but like they've pretty much happened together from yeah. the start bar casa yeah. you know what i mean like i yeah. i get the want to miss her comment yeah. i don't think that's him saying that he thinks he won't yeah you yeah, know yeah. what i mean yeah or like i want time apart to feel like yeah but i think they, he's yeah. just like obviously we're gonna go see our family and our friends and stuff like it's yeah i don't know people i'm i'm one for reading too much into things but i just that comment I, it was quick I didn't pick well. up on it at all. Yeah. No, it was quick. And I was like, did I even take that down in my notes? Because I saw it on Twitter and it's like, oh yeah, I did. But like, I didn't, I only took it down because I was just transcribing quickly. I was like, oh, I actually didn't pick up on it like that. Like it didn't feel like he was saying it in any kind of like, yeah, kind of weird way. Um, But I think it just says more about maybe the tone of some people. Some people still are very suspicious of him. And then there are so many people, as we've seen, because they came second on the show, who are huge fans of them as a couple. I think it'll be interesting to see all of these couples after here. Like, who moves in together? Who does what? It's a lot of pressure to be like, like you say, to move in together after eight weeks, especially for Ron and Lana, who have kind of only been a couple together since, like, just before Casa. Like, they obviously mm. had a couple of weeks. I don't know. It's a lot of pressure. Um, I'd say let's... He has said other stuff that I'm like, that's weird. That's suspicious. This that's suspicious. That's yeah. weird. Um, so we have our final two. We are watching a quick snippet of family videos sending in good luck. Feels very winning streak vibes. Um, and then the winner is announced as Kai and Sanam. They are shook. They cannot believe it. They're so giddy. Um, at this moment, I... And I don't mean this in a really bitter way. I would love to see Olivia's reaction to this result. Same. Wow. Same. Wow. Who'd have, Who'd have thunk? Wow. I mean, she was so convinced that Kai was tanking her chances of making it through this show. And then to see from that conversation to Kai winning with a Casa Amor bombshell, which has never happened before, I mean, any doubters that these two had, which were very few and far between on the outside, were silenced. And I just think in this moment, I mean, Ron and I, I like, again, it was a moment of like, will this be like watching Luca last year when Luca was like visibly surprised when Ekin and Davide, will Ron look surprised or will Lana look surprised? And they didn't. They looked just so. No, they, and I, I was I was happy about that. I was good. They, so they were like in good form. Yeah. You know what I mean? They were close. Think, they were a real unit, yeah. those two couples. They were really good friends. Kai really had Ron's back. And vice versa. Like they had a really, I know we saw a lot of the Three Musketeers and the Tom Casey Will friendship, but Ron and Kai definitely were a solid duo as well in there. I mean, Kai really stood up for Ron when Islanders were kind of not favoring him and they were kind of put holding his feet to the fire. Kai was definitely one to step in. Sanam was always there for, for Lana when she felt a little bit isolated. And I think in that moment, Ron and Lana were probably just like, 
okay, we lost, which is a bit sad, but we have lost to like our best friends in the villa. And it was lovely to see them be super celebratory together. Mm. Yeah, I love that. Just, yeah, it was just, what a moment. Just, I, I keep thinking back to just Kai reverberating back with the shock of winning. Like just, it was shock. like there was a temporary yeah. tremor or something that just like the force like blew him back. Like yeah. it was... Oh. Look, like, like, like him or not, like, I do, I do think he's it been very genuine. But I, and I do think it's very funny to think, like, if we'd done a poll or like if you'd asked me going into Casa Moore, he would not even have been on my radar in terms of, yeah, like coming second or third, let alone winning. And yeah. it's just like it just goes matchmaking, you know what I mean? Sometimes yeah. they do actually send in people. Absolutely. That are meant to be with other people in there. And I love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Maya is roaring. You are meant to be together. Um, the group all comes in and the finalists come in. They're having a bit of a group hug. Um, and with that, it's over. The 50k split is scrapped. They're not bothering with that anymore, which is so good because it just takes the wind out with that final few moments. We just had the celebration. Maya gave a little nod to the summer series to get people signed up. Um, and then that was How it. is this back? Oh, How is this back at the Vanilla. summer? How is this back in the summer? How are you feeling? I know we have this conversation all the time. And I think it's a, for me, it's a constant battle of where is it going? Is it going to be worth it? Because you don't want to start the series and it be a flop. And then you're in there for eight weeks. It's a, it's a lot of time. It's a lot of effort. It's a lot of energy. And it's it can be really worth it. There can be really good moments. There can also be really shit moments when the space becomes really negative and it really can impact People like us who are in the space trying to kind of just add a little bit of entertainment here and there. And it's always a discussion that we have every year about like, how are you feeling? I do think this summer is going to be a big series. Yeah, but it's kind of why I wished I had skipped this season. Yeah. Yeah. Which I know sounds mad considering I just said it was like an interesting season and it was and I still maintain that but there's a part of me that's just like maybe I would have benefited if I had just watched on catch up yeah it was hard because obviously it was Maya's first season I was interested in that it was like the second ever winter one and yeah you're going into a different context obviously the last winter one was marred by the death of Caroline Flack majorly for me I just my head wasn't in it and like yeah it's longer format whatever and but I just felt like I think it was hindered by the fact that not as many people were watching. I felt like the community was smaller, but not even in a way that was like enjoyable. And then exactly as you said, I think some of the takes got a bit, I don't know, like just sometimes people get too fucking clued up brain about it. And there's a conspiracy about everything. And like, if you're, if you're critical of one couple, it means you hate them. And it's like, I I really don't like, even as I'm like, I don't think Olivia should have been part of the show. That's not because I think anything about her character or anything. I guarantee she's a nice person. I just like, I think some people fundamentally work for reality TV and some don't. And that's just my opinion. And you might have a different one and that's completely fine. And I think some people, you know this better than I do. People forget about being in the space of being reality TV. And sometimes, sometimes we can take too far and we'll put our hands up, whatever. But yeah, I don't know. This I think the summer series is going to be really good. Yeah. And now I just wish I'd taken this as a little siesta for myself to come back for a spicy summer, summer season. I do worry a little bit about fatigue for, for us as creators, but also as audience members. And I mean, it feels so close. I think it's like three months until the series is back again, which just feels so tight, especially at a time where reality TV is giving 
a lot and it is a mm-hmm. really exciting reality TV landscape at the minute with a lot of new shows, new formats that are really working. And it just, it, it feels like it's a lot of content. The murmurs about all stars and all that stuff is great and it's exciting for longtime viewers. But again, on like a investment, from an investment point of view, it's just, it's a lot of time. And I, and, you know, and I found it really interesting this season because I actually, this year has been the first year that I have not felt like a, a strong amount of dislike for someone in the villa. Like there have been people that I'm like, like Olivia, get her off my screen. She's driving me nuts. I totally don't like what she did here. But I'm like, Grant, whatever. Like if that's what you want to do, fine, whatever. There have been series where I've really struggled with certain islands, where, islanders where I'm like, I, to even write down what you're saying is really hard for me and to, to be able to talk. So I found it really surprising this year that it got as spicy as it did in the last couple of weeks where, where things got just like unnecessarily like, nasty in the dms and stuff and it's like i worry that if we you know the best thing about this show is the breaks like when they take people like olivia off our screen for a few days it all simmers down and people calm down and i just worry without that kind of nine month break in between the series what way is the community going to be in the summer we're obviously going to have a lot of long-time viewers returning to the show who just not picked it up this year i'm just curious to see how it how it lands for for people who took a break versus people who didn't what changes will be implemented? Obviously, my jam will be back, and it's always that they case. They definitely. Like, oh, sorry, I was just going to say that de- I don't think they should do winter again, just because I well, I've always said I think it dilutes the brand. I think this has been like I think yeah. they were right to try again again because of all the circumstances that I just mentioned, whatever. And yeah. on paper, no pun intended, it should work. Yeah, but like, yeah, and I'm not saying it didn't work because again, I go back to saying it was an interesting series, but like. We probably only need one. Or if you want to do it every two years, maybe, or something. Or if you want to make it like a six-week thing. I think it was the eight weeks. I think if they kept it at six weeks, they might have gotten by. But the eight A snappy six weeks. Yeah, Yeah. that's grand. And and like, look, a lot of the blogs and the like TV pundits and stuff are saying that it's been cancelled. From my inbox, there's been no official confirmation. But that kind of means nothing. ITV wouldn't email out to be like, it's cancelled. But what they will likely do is email out about their change to winter scheduling for next year which is the kind of way of saying winter will be gone i have not received that email i haven't seen any reports that have said there has been any confirmation from itv about that but i think it's pretty likely that if a lot of these tv pundits are saying it's been scrapped i would imagine that it's it wouldn't shock me i mean the viewership it was i think it was on 0.87 million views last night which is the lowest in history like there was questions about whether it would even make a million viewers tonight I imagine it did, but like that's incredibly low for Love Island. Um, so from their point of view, like it wouldn't be a shocking decision for them to say, yeah, let's just park winter, especially with All Stars. If that is going to happen, um, it seems like a good swap. Um, yeah. Let's leave it there. Let's not drag the air out with this any longer. Fiona <laughs> Jones, well done on another series of great coverage across your social channels. Thank you for being here as always. We've been doing this stupid thing for five seasons now. And I'd like to think we still have a good time when we check in with each other. Um, People can find you after this. Flop Culture is back season two. As great as ever. It is amazing. Pop culture enthusiasts, if you want a throwback like no other, Flop Culture is the place to go. Um, They can find you. It's episodes weekly, right? Like it's happening. Yes. Yeah. Every Thursday. Every Thursday. Fanula, thank you so much. 
Another Orla, year. thank you. You make it so much fun to come back and talk about. And well done you for another incredible series, yourself and Cassie, Thanks, bringing girl. the community together in the best ways. And they're Thanks, all girl. so grateful. I'm sure I can speak for all of them. Um, so I hope you're going for such a long rest after this because it is well deserved. Thank you so much to Fanula Joan for being here tonight. And thank you to you guys for tuning in each and every night. I truly cannot say enough how grateful we are to, for the feedback, the support, the kind words, the listening, all of it. It is a mammoth effort from us and the team. Appreciate all the positive feedback from you guys. Thanks also to our partners, Dyson, who have been incredible this series to work with. You can find us, if you'd like, over on Instagram, at my pie paper. You can also find us on all of your favorite podcast apps, so you can listen and catch up whenever and wherever you like. If you want more of us, don't quote me, your pop culture podcast will be back in the coming weeks. We'll be talking about all the latest pop culture news so you can get your fix over there. We are on Instagram at don't quote me that podcast. That's it from us for another season. We'll talk to you soon.